from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast His grand uncle is the family's most prominent personality His uncle just caused a rift in the family by switching sides to become deputy chief minister of Maharashtra but Rohit Pawar who is an MLA with the NCP is sticking it out with grand uncle Sharad Pawar and aunt Supriya Sule my colleague Bhavika Jain spoke with one of the youngest members of the Pawar family in politics about the split in the party he explains what this split means for the Pawar family and for the party Rohit Pawar spoke to Bhavika while traveling which means the audio quality is a bit patchy in parts and we apologize for that While many thought that Ajit Pawar seemed a little antsy in the build up to the split Rohit Pawar tells Bhavika that he was among those who was completely surprised by the split he says they knew there were attempts being made to poach the party's MLAs but the move by Ajit Pawar still came as a complete surprise we were quite sure that BJP would definitely try to break our party after Shiv Sena because they broke Shiv Sena just to come in power and after that the way they were working so for they knew that people are against their association with shivsena shindegad so people are against them as well as the kind of work what they were doing the people perception was against the government so looking at that then we thought they would definitely try to break our party so that our vote share kind of get divided and plus basic idea behind the division of the party is that if two factions happen those two factions don't talk about bjp rather they talk between themselves for example mr shinde talking against uddhav thakre uddhav thakre talking against mr shinde and even in our case we talking against people who are with we with us but now they are not with us so in this process what happens is no one talk against bjp so looking at that we thought it would happen which happened but we never thought that our people would support that's the reason why we were little surprised after the split in the party sharad pawar said he wouldn't fight his nephew for the party symbol or party name but he hasn't made it easy for his nephew either sharad pawar has been addressing multiple press conferences with statements that are as combative as those coming from ajit pawar rohit pawar was with his grand uncle when the split was revealed He says that Sharad Pawar, who he refers to as Sahib, has been pretty clear about what he needs to do after he learned of the split. There was no stress on his face, so he was like, "Okay, now I know what I have to do. I have to go in people. I have to talk to people. I have to gain their confidence. I have to activate the Sarikartas who are with us." So that was, I think, his basic idea. So immediately after the swearing in. he came out he spoke to press and he told press that tomorrow onwards i'll be with people most of us were not surprised when we saw ajit pawar being sworn in as deputy cm but there were a lot of other leaders like chagan bhujbal dilip pase patel even praful patel for that matter who were you surprised with the most i was sure about ajit dada that something like this won't happen it could be because is a family member i know him since my childhood and so as far as he is concerned to some extent definitely he was not satisfied with certain way how the party was working 
But in this case, all other guys, some extent, you know, the way they were talking and also we thought someday they would take a call. But we didn't thought that collectively they will take a call. So most of the leaders have been working with staff since 30, 35 years, 40 years. And to some extent, yes, staff was surprised, especially about Mr. Praful Patel. Also, you know, politically, when they have an Eknath Shinde with them, they have a stable government, they have enough numbers on their side. Why do you think they felt the need to force Ajit Pawar to their side? See, there are two things. One, that Shinde was with them, the way they kind of, the way they were behaving, as if BJP has less numbers and Sindhagat had more numbers. So maybe it could be because to have an option for Sindhagat, this is one. Two, BJP knew because they generally, what they do is they continuously take surveys. Hmm. All, most of the surveys were going against BJP and Sindhagat. As far as Mahanagar Palikas are concerned or maybe uh, Vidhan Sabha or Lok Sabha. And I think they are more worried about Lok Sabha. Because in most of the states, they are worrying that the number would fall. So now, if we break a party, then what happens is like the vote share gets divided. And based on that, I think BJP was planning a number game that will break Chivtina, will come in power, will break Rashtrawadi. And as two fractions happen in the same party, the vote share gets divided. So automatically... They are thinking that the BJP watcher would be constant and other party watcher would get divided, so numbers would be on their side. So I think they are playing a number game. So we also now have realized that BJP is the main culprit. So rather than talking about or against people from our side who joined them, it's better to talk against BJP. Else BJP will sit quiet, they will see the show from far, we all will be fighting internally and basically it would benefit BJP. So you are saying that there is a possibility that Ajit Pawar may be asked to join the BJP? See, knowing BJP mentality, so they would definitely try to do that. Hmm. Because one, they don't like Lok Netas within the party and also outside the party. So those who are very powerful outside the party, they generally try to do association with them and slowly kind of take them in or take them so close, line them and slowly reduce their power. Hmm. So what I fear is going forward, they will ask all the winnable candidates from these two parties to join DTP. So but what led to them exiting the party? What do you think happened? Because these are leaders who have been on multiple posts, who have been on even party organizational posts, suddenly we see a lot of them suddenly having to uh, say that an injustice they have suffered. So what is making them talk of all this today? See, if you look at all the surveys that happened, they were against BJP. So we were quite sure that we'll come in power in the, whatever election comes, whether it comes in December, whether it comes in October hmm. 2024. So when we all were confident, when we all were discussing about this, uh, uh, all the surveys, so we all were surprised and looking at the positive surveys, then why did they take the call? That too, only for 9 to 10 months uh, uh, power. So 
they definitely should have something which they may be worried about or they are so used to power that they just want to be in power few leaders so we are not able to analyze but what we feel is there could be some personal issue what they are facing or they may face or could be something which they only know adit pawar has you know spoken about the injustice being done to him within the party and he has also spelled out his aspirations of being the chief minister do you think his aspirations will find home in the bjp very difficult but when he was on this side definitely rather we were also optimistic and positive that he should become the cm with that thought process but now he has gone to bjp why bjp would want him to become the chief minister and they already have witness in there why why they will hurt ignash in there because if they hurt ignash in there now so the analogy or what what we say bjp generally does they take people closer to them and then they finish them that would be coming true and when it comes true then you know what allegation we are making on bjp it would also come true which would be difficult for them to explain or counter so mm. i don't think so that would happen but if it happens then personally i would congratulate dada but as far as party karyakarta is concerned and as far as citizen of this state is concerned i won't like it to that extent but i would have loved it if he was with us and we were very hopeful that he would become cm going forward so you know you've spoken about the negative surveys that eknash inde faction has got after the split uh what should ajit pawar expect from his leap of faith wouldn't the same negative perception affect him as well bjp people are against bjp those who go with bjp definitely that negativity would come to them we seen that this is not just a split in the party but this also amounts to a split in the family how has family reacted to ajit pawar's move you know what has happened no one in this country because in our country culturally we are very family oriented people no one in this country would like their family to be broken but some power has experimented and to some extent that experiment has come has got some success so as far as family is concerned we are sad but as far as party is concerned we have to fight we can't bring family issues and bring and make them party issues so in party we go by a thought process we have not left our thought process and we have decided that we'll fight even in the bandra public meeting that ajit pawar had i mean he has opened the can of worms he has made direct attacks on pawar and his style mr pawar and his style of functioning he also spoke about uh, mr pawar's retirement what are your thoughts on these allegations and how do you think the public sort of yes, look at mr pawar was you know our main face for our election on one side we had mr power on other other side they had mr modi they had mr shah they had mr yogi devendra farnandez and all these leaders people like fighters and people like fighters but with a good thought process not a compromise thought process so to a very large extent 2019 we fought we and also congress got benefited because of sab and before 
that also all the elections which happened before 2019 there also mr pawar was our main face and now also he is our main face so when in 2019 he was 80 and all other leaders were say 65 70 or 60 then why didn't they uh, travel throughout maharashtra to see that we get more numbers so that didn't happen then so now to just complain about age is little funny and also about the stand you know it's a political uh, move whether to take this call or that call but finally the main call or the final call is very important to stick to the thought process which we all have worked on for last 50 years so and what happens like all the leaders who spoke before ajit dada the kind of uh, speeches they were doing to some extent i feel personally dada got little carried away but when he spoke about sahab's age to so 40% people who were there and even mlas didn't like it that was the turning point and what the way mr bujbo spoke that also people didn't like it and the way he is speaking now also sir even even prafun patel has basically said that the organizational structure of the ncp was riddled with a lot of loopholes and it is surprising for him to say this because he was a general secretary of that very party till a few days ago doesn't know what he is speaking and if you look at his press conferences a press conference should maybe last for 20 20 30 minutes but he is not able to explain his side that's the reason why his conferences are going for one and a half hour because what he has is all lies and he is not able to Give clear picture to anyone. So you often mention ideology and vichar a lot when you are speaking to the media now. Do you think there is any space for ideology in the political landscape in the country today? Why ideology is important? One development is the base, and when we talk about development, we should talk also about ideology because that is our culture. So what BJP has done. they have defined culture the way it suits them hindutva hindutva is a very recent uh, concept we talk about hindu culture which is thousands of year old so there's a big difference so basic idea is development basic idea is to give work to youth to reduce the unemployment to see that uh, this health facilities are there all these development aspects are there but in this process what we want is the thought process also has to be there so if you only do politics of thought process like for example what bjp always talk about uh, hindutva so they totally discount uh, development so they work on division basis to divide the votes and to come in power so basically that thought process we don't like it Hmm. So the reason why i always talk about thought process is this when we start discounting the hard work done by all our previous generation then we you know disturb our cultural fabric and when that gets disturbed then see only development can help us we should have a balance between development and culture hmm. but that balance has to be maintained which is not maintained today and now with bjp uh, breaking shivsena bjp breaking rashtrawadi making offers of 10 crores 20 crores 50 crores when money becomes the main uh, center 
So going forward, all the representative work we will get in future would be all rich guys. Hmm. So who will represent the actual public? So when there would be no one who will represent the actual public, then who will talk about them? Development are two types. One is actual physical development, what we see. And there's also a development which we can't see. Health is development which we can't see, but it is important. Education hmm. is a development which we can't see, but it's important. When the Sena split happened, a lot of the senior guys uh, spoke very poorly about Uddhav Thakri and his style of functioning. Yeah, script is written by BJP. If you look at the lawyers, they are the same lawyers. So the language what they are using, so slowly in case of Uddhav Thakri Sahib's party, they started with Raut, Mr. Raut, they spoke against him, then they spoke against Aditya, then they spoke against Uddhav Thakri. Here they spoke against Jain Patil, and then directly they uh, came to Saab. Supratai, they kind of uh, spoke again. But in case of Uddhav Thakre's party, it took nine months for them to come to Uddhav Thakre's level. Here in four or five days only they came to our Saab's level. Because these all leaders are big leaders. So they, uh, to some extent, now want to show that they are self-created. No one has helped them. This could be because of two reasons. One, you know, they themselves are kind of trying to show that they are big leaders. Or two, in December 2023, the elections may happen and the BJP must have told them, speed of things, don't uh, go the Ekna uh, Shinde way, slow, go aggressively. So I think they must have gone aggressively. Also, you have seen, you know, Ajit Pawar's style of politics and often also Mr. Pawar's style of politics. What do you think is so different in the way they function? See, as far as Mr. Ajit Pawar was concerned, Pawar Sahib was very powerful. And as Pawar Sahib was powerful, whether in center or state, so all these main leaders, directly or indirectly, had a very indirect or direct support of a power or a powerful leader. So to some extent, no, they had this name. In case of BJP, because of Narendra Modi, uh, that you know, so then other people in BJP they start becoming arrogant. Pawar he has worked as a CM, so he is a good administrator. Plus, he is a mass leader. And he is a leader. He is a comfort. He is a comfort. He is a comfort. He that's a very good plus on him. And as far as is concerned, so style Combination, if you do it, it deadly combination. When you were in it was deadly combination. Also, last question, what happens to Baramati? Will, they, will you know, that constituency, which is almost like home to the power, will there be a power versus power situation? No, no, I don't think so. Power versus power situation will Today's episode was produced by Jairad Singh and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. 
We're available on TOI Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at toipodcast at timesinternet.in.